Well, hey, everyone, and welcome to episode number 21 of Your Questions, God's Questions. And thank you so much for tuning in with us. Uh, maybe you're watching this on Facebook, or maybe you're listening on Podbean or Apple Podcasts, or maybe you're on our website, uh, sort of uh, searching around there. But whatever the case, I encourage you to share this with other people. And uh, we've been handling your questions for the last few weeks now, and this is number 21. Soon we'll get to the ones that God has for us, but for now we're we've still got some questions to go. You can submit them on our website at citypointchurch.ca or uh, you can see my contact information on our Facebook page as well. So thank you again for tuning in. We're going to tackle a very common question today, and uh, that is, aren't all religions... Uh, man-made, and aren't they all evolving? It's usually asked in the same breath, this question. And uh, a lot of people have this question as they sort of survey the the uh, various uh, uh, religions and offer spiritual sort of offerings around the world that people can sort of choose. And uh, sometimes people also say, well, you know, your your religion is largely dependent on where you were born, and so on, and so isn't really religion just kind of man's effort to try and explain the unexplainable, to try and explain the the potential of an immaterial world, to try and explain why certain things happen, to try and explain the afterlife, or give hope for the afterlife, uh, it, to try and help people to cope with life in order that they can be better people, in order that they can change uh, who they are, and isn't isn't that all religion is, and isn't it evolving and changing over time? This is an excellent question, and uh, the answer is, well, it depends on what you think religion is. Um, so if religion is a sort of series of, of uh, processes and um, actions and rituals that we do, in order to try and get the attention of some kind of God somewhere. Um, and if we do certain things certain ways, we can get the attention of that deity. And maybe that deity can save us, or that deity can ensure us some sort of future home in a paradise-like place. Uh, but we do these things in order to attain salvation. Um, if that is our our understanding of what all religion really is, um, it, then yes, then it is man-made and it is uh, evolving and changing over time. Uh, the key is man-made. And here is, here is uh, what is common to, I, I would say, uh, just about every single religious view, uh, every single uh, cult does the same thing. Uh, in, in my view, with one exception, um, Christianity. And that's going to sound, I think, to some as, uh, you know, perhaps very, very much like another person would argue for another religion, but just hear me out for a few moments, okay? Uh, I, ca- I cannot find... Uh, a more common thread to world religion and cults around the world, uh, the one commonality that they all share 
is you have to do something in order to obtain from the deity. Maybe it's forgiveness. Maybe it's salvation. Maybe it's some type of eternal home uh, in the afterlife. But you must do something in order to get it. And that is common uh, for, uh, for most of the religious views and most of the cults. Um, and that is because they're centered around us and around what man does. So if man does these things, then man can attain the, the benefit, the blessing of whatever deity you're talking about. And those things have a commonality of us, and those things are created by us. Now, here is, here is the unique facet of Christianity. Well, there's several unique facets, but here's the unique facet. In, in, in Christianity, there is absolutely nothing that humankind can do to obtain the favor of God. Nothing. So the, the, the picture uh, that's presented to us in the pages of the Bible is that humankind is absolutely lost uh, and unable to obtain the pardon of, to do anything, to obtain the pardon of God, the forgiveness of God, uh, salvation, uh, eternity. It, it is impossible. We cannot do anything. In fact, the view of humanity in Christianity is so starkly different than the view of humanity in, in other world religions and cults. It, it, it almost looks, looks cruel in comparison. I mean, you have a lot of religious views and cults talking about how, uh, again, man has the ability to save himself, really. If he just does these things, he can get the deity's blessing. Uh, do these rituals and so on, or sometimes you use uh, some type of priest to to be a bridge to the salvation that is offered. But in Christianity, you're literally hopeless. In Christianity, what you have is God entering into human life and hu- literal human history as one of us. This is an incarnation. Now, to be sure, there's many incarnations and many religions and many cults around the world. But in Christianity, you have an incarnation that is purporting itself to be literal and historical. So it's saying that you have a real Jesus who came into real time and real space as a real man who really died on a real cross and really rose from the dead and really left behind a real empty tomb uh, outside of the real city of Jerusalem and started a real movement of of people who believed that. And uh, this is quite unique. You, in other incarnations, it's obvious that they're to be interpreted allegorically and mythologically and symbolically. But the Christianity is trying to tell us we have an incarnation that's in literal time-space history uh, with eyewitnesses uh, who are uh, who give accounts to what they heard and what they saw? This is this is quite odd and quite unique amongst all of the incarnation stories uh, that are out there in various religious views. And the reason for this incarnation is because humanity is completely unable to do anything to obtain the favor of the God in the Bible. And so this is a, a very unique presentation and a very different presentation because it puts all of the onus on the deity 
on God to, to come to us and to save us. There's nothing that we can do to save ourselves. There's no work possible. There's no ritual possible. There's no prayer possible. None of it. He has to come and he has to buy grace. And this is the word that's used in the Bible. He must by grace save us. Um, and this is very different. Uh, and and this is revealed to us. It's not something that we concocted ourselves. So Peter says this in Second Peter uh, chapter 1 in the Bible's New Testament. And we're going through this on our uh, our Sunday mornings uh, together. And he says this, For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. Now, you'll see in other religions, you know, the claims that, oh, we're not following the stories here. But this thing of eyewitnesses is what makes this very, very different. And um, you can take Matthew and Mark and Luke and John and you can study them. And we've done this a little bit in our time together. We look, we look at manuscript evidence uh, to test the, the, the veracity of the claims that are made uh, by the gospel writers. Even in a court of law, uh, you could demonstrate that these accounts could be trusted. Um, there is a, a um, cold case homicide detective by the name of J. Warner Wallace, uh, who was an atheist, uh, mocked and scoffed at Christianity, and was challenged by a co-worker of his many years ago. And what he did was he took the principles of studying a cold case, which is a murder case where everybody is gone who is involved in it, and he took those principles and he had t- applied them to the Bible and specifically to the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and came up with the conclusion, uh, and that wasn't his intention, that indeed, by the rules of evidence, those those four little little narratives uh, could indeed be trusted as as reliable sources as to the history uh, and the contours of the history of Jesus and the things that he did and the things that he said as, as, as bizarre as some of those things are. So again, I think in the Christian worldview, we have something very unique and something very different. Now, does that mean that it's true? No, it doesn't mean that it's true because it's different. But if we do have a historical resurrection, that literally took place of Jesus of Nazareth, then this gives us a very good reason uh, to, to, with some conviction from an intellectual standpoint, to say that it is indeed uh, true. Uh, the Apostle Paul, for example, I say that a lot, for example, <laughs> in, uh, in Galatians chapter 1, uh, he, he talks about this and um, he says, I want you to know that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. This isn't a man-made story, he's saying, just like Peter. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. I know what you're thinking. Some of you say, well, Muhammad claimed to receive revelation from Allah, and uh, Joseph Smith uh, uh, claimed to receive uh, revelation from God, and this is what you have in the Book of Mormon. What's the difference? Well, the difference is he claims to receive it from Jesus, and Jesus, he also claims there were eyewitnesses to see him and to experience him in literal time, literal space, literal history. 
And this is different than, than the claims of, of Muhammad in the Quran. This is different than the claims of Joseph Smith in um, uh, the Book of Mormon. In those cases, who are the eyewitnesses? Nobody, just them, right? There's nobody there to corroborate. It's not done in an en- a hostile setting or an enemy. Uh, 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 there, there isn't enemies looking around saying, no, 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 this is false. Uh, but that's what we see in the Gospels. That's what we see in the Book of Acts. So again, it doesn't prove it to be true. The, the, the proof is in the resurrection, but the claims are very different. So are all religions man-made and evolving? Depends what you think of religion. I would I would submit to my audience here that we're looking at a very very different thing uh, when we look at the claims uh, uh, in Christianity, and there I believe because of the resurrection of Jesus we're dealing um, with something very very unusual and uh, something that is not uh, man-made there and not evolving. So uh, I hope that, uh, that that helps you with an answer to the question, and I hope it's an encouragement to you as well. And I look forward to being with you again uh, tomorrow as we take a look uh, again at your questions, God's questions. Until then, God bless you.